Hello, ghouls, and welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, Ghoul the Rules. And I'm your co-host, Black One Jack Two. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, a believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic wanted to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. Hey, Blackjack, how's it going? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing awesome. So, just to put this in perspective, this is the first show for 2023. Yay! But... That means that we have we started this in October of 2020. So this is the third calendar year that we're breaking into. So it's not three full years, but it's three calendar years. So that makes this pretty exciting on Blackjack. That is pretty awesome. So um, we kind of wanted to go back to our roots just a little bit um, for this episode. And today we're going to be covering a ritual game. Ooh, which one is it? It is called the 11-mile game. All right. Let's get into it. So this is another game to get something you deeply wish for. But just like other games that are very similar, the stakes are very high. They always are. So to do this ritual game, you need a car or a motorcycle, basically something you could drive. You'd be a little extra ballsy to do this with a motorcycle, though. And have a very strong wish if you wanted to do it with something like a motorcycle. So if you want to find this game yourself, uh, I found this on Fat, uh, Fat Thought Catalog, so I apologize. So let's start with how to find the 11 mile road. So keep in mind, this is a one person game. So Blackjack, you can't be aggravating me uh, when you hear about this. Like, can we do this? Uh, no, you'd have to do it by yourself. No friends are allowed. So to find the road, you need to begin your drive at night, of course, right? Try to choose a late time where there's little to no other drivers on the road. Find a back road inside some dense woods. It has to be inside the forest, not outside or around it. Once you're inside the woods, begin driving down the desolate road until you, until your intuition tells you you found the 11-mile road. Keep your mind and eyes open. You'll need You'll know the road when you find it, they say. Now that you have found the road, you, be, you can begin driving down it right away or take a moment to stop the car and collect your thoughts. This is the only time during the drive you can stop the car and or turn back, so choose very wisely. If you've chosen to drive the road before I go over what you can expect, here are some notes to keep in mind. During the drive, do not listen to music or turn on the radio at all. Do not open your doors or windows. Do not stop the car, especially to investigate anything you might hear or see inside the car or outside. Just keep going. Do not use a phone or any other device. And finally, do not drive faster than 30 miles per hour. This one is mainly a safety hazard for you and your car. Okay, now that you've gone over the warnings, here's what to expect now that you've begun your 11-mile drive. First mile, nothing much will happen. It may get cold. You can turn on the heat if it gets too cold, but keep driving. Second mile, same as the first mile, keep driving. Third mile, you will begin to see movement around you. Don't take your eyes off the road. Ignore all movement. Keep driving. 
Fourth mile, ignore any voices. Keep driving. You starting to see the pattern here, Blackjack? Yeah. Fifth mile, if the trees around you seem to start diminishing, you see a lake and or you see the bright glow of the moon, don't stop driving. No matter how pretty and random it may seem, keep driving. Sixth mile, the trees will return and the stars will disappear. You're quote-unquote back in the forest. Ignore the flickering of your headlights. Ignore whatever your radio tells you. Do not attempt to turn off the radio. Keep driving. Seventh mile, keep ignoring the voices, even if they're coming from your back seat. Do not turn around. Keep driving. Eighth mile, do not stop driving no matter what. Even if your flickering headlights make it hard to see in front of you, slow down, but do not stop driving. Keep, don't stop for anything, no exceptions. What do you think next, Blackjack? Don't stop driving? Keep driving. You know, this would be a good drinking game on this episode. Every time I say keep driving or don't stop driving, take a shot of alcohol, you'll be hammered. Ninth mile, your vehicle may stall. Close your eyes if your vehicle stops. Don't open them for any reason until your car starts. Once your car starts, slam on the gas and keep Keep driving. driving. Tenth mile, don't look in in your mirrors, not even to look in your back seat. Keep Keep driving. driving. Eleventh mile, your vehicle will stall again in front of a red light. Do not look at it. Close your eyes, cover your ears. Whatever you have to do, just don't open your eyes until your vehicle starts again. Ignore the voices, ignore whatever is grabbing you. Ignore everything no matter what. Once your car restarts, keep driving a little further. Continue driving further until you reach the dead end up ahead. Here is what here is where you will make your wish. Don't just wish for it. Envision it. Imagine it's with you now. If you wish for something small enough to fit in your pocket, check there. If you wish for something bigger, check your backseat or your trunk. If you wish for something that isn't material, then go back home and wait. It'll come to you very soon. But there is a price. And was it worth it? If you can live with the major PTSD and whatever else follows you from your journey, then you can live happily with your newly gained wish, or you can gladly go down 11 Mile Road again. That is so creepy. I'm getting the shivers right now. The question is, Ghoul, would you risk it for the biscuit? Would I risk it for the biscuit? Would you do it? I don't know, man. And so... Before I really deep dive into this, Blackjack, we do have some ghoul mail. Oh, we do? And it is all about this ritual game. Oh, really? That is, that is nice. Okay. So, I was not expecting that, actually. No. So I'm going to go ahead and we're going to check our ghoul mail. And after checking the ghoul mail, then we're going to deep dive into this sucker because, like you said, 
is it worth it? How'd you say that? Worth it for the what? Is it? Or are you going to risk it for the biscuit? Risk it for the biscuit. Okay, so after I read this, I'm going to ask you that, Blackjack. Would you risk it for the biscuit? But first, let's check. go ahead and check that Google Mail. Google Mail from the Gmail. All right, Blackjack, so here's our Google Mail. Hello, Ghoul that rules and Black One Jack 2. I don't know if you are aware of the 11 Mile game, I found it on a website. The idea is to drive your car at night and turn down a road that takes you into a forest. From there, you look for the 11 mile road. They say you will know it once you find it. Once you turn on the road, you are not supposed to stop for anything until you reach the end. Once you reach the end, you can make a wish and that wish will come true. Once I discovered a game, I knew I wanted to try it. My grandpa passed away and we couldn't find his wedding ring. The family really wanted the ring so we could bury it with him. I decided to head out late one night. I knew the perfect spot to turn on to look for the 11 mile road. As I drove looking at each road as I passed, it was almost like magic. You just knew when looking at each road that it wasn't the road you were looking for. Finally, I came to this one particular road it really didn't look any different than any of the other roads. I just knew this was the road I wanted. I pulled over to the side of the road before I made my turn. I set my trip meter on my car to track each mile on this road. I then proceeded on my journey. Mile one, I didn't see anything other than the road in the forest. Mile two, I did see a deer scramble across the road. Mile three, had to slow down for a raccoon to cross the road. Mile four, I started to feel like someone was whispering to me, but I couldn't make out what they were saying. Mile five, I was told on the website that I should come across a pretty scene. Nothing changed as far as the scenery, but I could still hear the whispering. Mile six, the whispering I was hearing is gone but my radio was playing white static noise. Mile seven. The static on a radio is now gone. A radio station was picked up by my car radio. It is some sort of talk radio program I was not familiar with. Mile eight. The radio is still playing the talk radio program. Only now they keep mentioning my name in their dialogue. Not sure if this is a coincidence or not. Mile nine, my car stalls and the radio is back to static. I keep trying to start the engine. When I turn the key, my car is just clicking. Sounds like my battery is dead. I try it one more time and my car finally starts. Mile 10, I get this strange feeling that someone is sitting in the back seat. I'm too afraid to look in the back so I keep my eyes focused on the road. Mile 11, I come up to a stoplight. As soon as I stopped, my car died. I remembered from reading the rules that the car will stall and to cover your ears and close your eyes. As I sat there trying my best to keep my eyes closed and my hands over my ears, I started feeling the car shake. It was almost like five guys were shaking the car because it was rocking hard. I kept trying to turn over the engine, but it wouldn't start. 
I started hearing my name chanted over and over. At first it seemed like it was just outside of the car, but now it is coming from inside the car as well. By this point, I didn't even try to start the car. I just kept my eyes closed and my hands over my ears. To my surprise, the car started itself. I quickly threw the car in drive and peeled off. I came to this dead end. I made it. I wished that we could find my grandpa's wedding ring so we could bury him with it. I don't remember turning around and driving home. I just remember waking up in the morning with the text from my brother that they found the ring in the corner of grandpa's bedroom tucked behind a piece of carpet that was loose. Even now, I question whether or not this was just a dream or if I really experienced this. I remember making a decision to try the game. I remember leaving the house and everything else that happened. I just don't remember anything past making the wish. Dream or not, my wish came true. We buried my grandfather with his ring. Wow, man, that that's just, that's, wow. So if you want to read this for yourself, uh, head on over to bravedebasement.weebly.com and check our Gmail page and you can read this one for yourself. So what do you think, Blackjack? I mean, I know you love episodes about ritual games. Uh, we did quite a bit of them, especially in the first season. So what do you think of this one? Is this something you'd be... Would you risk it for the biscuit? Would I risk it for a biscuit? I mean, imagine like going over there just for a biscuit, you know? I mean, but but I don't know if I would because like since there's no friends, you got nothing, you know, you're just by yourself. 11 miles is a long is a long, you know, road. <clears throat> so, I don't I don't know. What what do you think? Would you if you can think of anything in the world and you would suffer 11 miles for it, what would it be? That is a very good question, Blackjack, because I would hate to to wish for something too big. You know, I mean, what do you want, $10 million? And, you Can't know, do you, anything with it. I mean, if it's cash. <laughs> I mean, uh, so where's that money going to come from? You know what I mean? So um, I don't know. I mean, I, I can understand the author of this email because this was an anonymous email. Uh, you know, a great desire to find this ring for his grandfather. Uh, you know, something that's very personal and uh, and all that. But I mean, outside of just never having to worry about money again, and I just I don't know if if that's uh, even possible, right? Mm -hmm. So I I don't know. Um, 11 miles, so if you break that down in, in time, if you drive 30 miles per hour, that's half of 60 miles per hour. 60 miles per hour at 11 miles is 11 minutes. Multiply that by two. So you're looking at 22 minutes if you just drive straight 11 miles at 30 miles per hour without the car stopping, without it stalling, without anything happening. That's 22 straight minutes. But according to the rules, your car will stall. And it'll be more than 22 minutes. But it, it's hard to say because he, that person, had an already the desire, uh, which is that ring. And it's hard for someone like us who, okay, money, yeah, sure, but is there anything else yet you're willing to suffer? And, and the fact that things can follow you. Sure. So is it really, is something really, if it's going to be something, you better be something worthwhile. Exactly. And, you know. When you get into these ritual games, uh, a lot of times, 
There's always a price to pay. Exactly. But you're kind of hard to explain. What, what I'm trying to say is a lot of times you're just not dealing with paranormal uh, entities. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like with a lot of these ritual games, you're leaving this realm and this consciousness and going to other dimensions and, and things like that. So, you know, just like we, we did that episode with Vincent Field with astral projection and, and lucid dreaming and all that. Is this ritual game uh, another type of astral projection, leaving this dimension and going to another dimension? Or is this, are you inviting uh, very bad entities into your world that's going to follow you? And that's where you got to be cautious because you don't know. We're not sure exactly what's happening, why this works, if it works. Do you think this even works, Blackjack? Uh, I have no idea, but I wouldn't want to find out. You know, travel 11 miles for nothing. Well, these urban legends just don't come for no reason, right? So they're they're usually based in some sort of fact in, in some way. So, again, is this something you would be willing to try? I would love to, but knowing me, I'm a chicken. So uh, would you do it if you could do it with somebody else? Yes. If this, if there was a plus one, uh, then yes, I would have done it. But by yourself, no way. No. The thing that gets me when I'm reading through this is it says that you will just know when you find the 11-mile road. Because it sounds like there's not just one 11-mile road. There's- right, because if, if uh, you live in, say, California and you're going to try to find this... You're probably thinking, okay, I need a spot that's got enough mileage that's going to take me through a forest that's not heavily populated. So you might have a spot in mind. But if you live, let's say, in Connecticut, you'll have a totally different spot, obviously, because you're in a different state. I just wonder, Blackjack, if it... Is the ritual a gateway for that 11 mile? That's what I'm thinking. Is is this going to literally take you to another dimension it's like an actual gate. You do the ritual, you, you just know, and the gate just opens, you know. And there you go, down 11-mile road. Now, here's something creepy to consider. If said road is in your mind, so think of your local area and kind of picture the place that would most resemble the 11-mile road close to you. How do you know... That you're traveling down the 11 mile road when cars turn down that road all the time and nothing happens. So what is it that triggers you to have this experience going by going down a road that you could take any time? I have no idea. So is it that conscious attempt to play this game or do people just stumble across it? I have no idea. I'm trying to think, Blackjack, if there's even an area that resembles this for us. and I, I, I'm thinking of one place. I got one place in mind, too, that might possibly work, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm not sure. 100% either. But it's time to throw out a challenge to all the ghouls out there. Ghouls, if you are brave enough to try this challenge and you want to give it a shot, we'd love to hear from you. After you've done it, let us know what happened to you.
And just so you are aware, you could send that to us at our email, bravethebasement at gmail.com. You can also submit your story right on our website. Just go to the Contact Us page. You do not have to provide your name or email. Just submit your story. You can submit your story on Reddit using uh, Brave uh, the subreddit Brave the Basement. You may also post your story in the YouTube comment section. You can also provide us with an audio file if you would like, if you'd like to tell it using your own voice, uh, please email it. Uh, send us a link if you have that uh, on YouTube. Just give us the timestamps or you can... Uh, but we do not have a way of receiving an audio file through the website. Uh, so just remember your story can be shared on the podcast and on our website on our featured Google Mail page. So emailing us your story does not automatically enroll you in our newsletter uh, if you want to sign up for our newsletter, guys, you can do that on BraveDeBasement at Weebly.com. So other than that, Blackjack, is there anything else you want to say? Um, nope. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and see you next time. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you're up late at night, and you hear something in your other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on a light. To protect yourself from things to go bump in the night. I'm your host, Ghoul the Rules. And I'm your co-host, Black One Jack 2. I hope you join us again. Until next time. <laughs>